Hello, welcome back to Firing All Tuesdays. Thanks for joining me today. Um, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Dominic. Hello. Uh, this is my podcast, Firing All Tuesdays. Um, today I felt like a puddle at work. I'm going to talk more about why I felt like that. But uh, yeah, I felt like a puddle today at work. Um, but you know what, dude? God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. So war soldier and on. Um, hello. Yeah, my name is Dominic. This is the my Firing All Tuesdays podcast that I do uh, every week. Uh, if The reason why I'm introducing myself is because if you're here from uh, Al's podcast, um, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Con- consider uh, subscribing. Don't don't follow me on Twitter. I mean, do if you want to, but consider subscribing. Um, I hope you enjoyed that conversation I had with Al. If you aren't here from Al's podcast and you're here from mine, um, that episode comes out on Thursday, so stay tuned for that. Um, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine, and we just talked about me starting this podcast. Um, he kind of interviewed me. It was fun. Funny conversation. Um, and I got some good insight from the content creation god, Alfred Romero, aka Creative Department. Um, so yeah, consider subscribing if you're coming from there. Um, your boy is, uh, just doing a podcast as you heard on his other podcast. So just podcastception, dude, that's what 2023 is now. It's just guys. That's how we hang out with each other now. Instead of like me going and actually making an effort to like go see him and like be like, Oh dude, let's like sit down and talk and like hang out and talk about life. No, dude, just go on this guy's podcast. Podcast city. That's what San Diego is. Um, Anyways, uh, yeah. Okay, before I want a little, little housekeeping. Housekeeping. Um, I'm going to cut these episodes down to 30 minutes um, for a couple reasons. One, I did the podcast with Al last week, and it was just way more digestible. It felt like when I was doing it, like it was easier to obtain as like recording from a recording standpoint like when i'm doing prep for these episodes it's easier for me to obtain 30 minutes rather than an hour and just consistently like stressing out like fuck i i don't know if i'm gonna have enough uh material for uh an hour so doesn't mean i'm not gonna do an hour sometimes if shit goes crazy in my life shit goes left then your boy's gonna have an hour to talk about but until then um i'm just gonna keep doing 30 minutes um i feel like it's digestible i feel like it's frictionless um it's just better for everyone i feel like so kyle i know that your commute is an hour i'm sorry you're gonna have to listen to me both times i guess just listen just cue it up twice just give me two plays um no but uh yeah i think that's it um let's dive into this episode today we're gonna talk about the majority of this podcast is gonna be about my past weekend um i went to a music festival this weekend it was quite fun it was super fun, actually. Um, I forgot how much I miss, like, uh, house music a lot. Um, it's just good every, like, six months to, like, go to a concert that, like, plays a lot of, like, disco house that makes you just want to, like, move your body. Um, it's really fun. But they have a festival in San Diego, for those that don't know, called Crossed every year. Um, it's put on by this company called Fingers Cross, which is so dumb. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, like, they do it, like, twice a year, one in the spring, one in the fall. So... This obviously is a spring, so we went to the one in the spring, and it was quite fun. Um, I started Saturday off by okay. Here's like the 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 thought that I was having on Saturday is like, what is your most favorable experience drinking beer? Mine, for sure, is a shower beer. Like right before you're like about to go out, like the 
you're like pre-gaming in the shower, which is funny because like at 40 years old, can't really be drinking in the shower. You know what I mean? You're an alcoholic at that point. So like you got to tend to your kids. You got to drop them off at school, at soccer practice. Your wife's probably angry at you. Like you can't be drinking in the shower at like 40. You know what I mean? But at 23, it's fine. Like I'm going to go pre-game. It's all good. Bring bring a little Dello in the, in the shower and we'll drink a little bit. Um, it does make you feel a little weird. Uh, it makes you feel, it's just like a foreign feeling, you know, you're like showering and washing off all the filth from the day before. And you're just drinking a beer. It's kind of weird. It starts to get a little warm after a while, which is kind of gross, but we digress. Um, yeah, that's probably my favorite situation to drink in is, um, a shower beer. It's great. Uh, Another one would be like, just like the first beer on like my brother said this, the first beer on like a Saturday, like before your day drinking, which is kind of similar, but, um, Anyways, did a little shower beer. Um, yeah, so my plan for Saturday was I was gonna take a little, uh, some little, some little mushy chocolates. Uh, and but as you know, festivals don't let you bring in uh, drugs, so I shoved them in my pants. And <laughs> since it's chocolate and they're in my pants, it melted. So now I have this bag of just congealed chocolate, which from a drug standpoint is terrible because you can kind of see the pieces, but you're like, I don't know how much this is. So I'm just going to break off pieces and eat them. Um, so I took one, just a little piece. Um, my friend who gave them to me was like, just start with one. See how you feel. And if you want more, take just like rule of thumb for drugs, take a little bit, see how you feel after like an hour, hour and a half. If you don't feel it, take a little bit more. Don't just be like, I don't feel anything. Chomp on like a whole bar and you're like, oh my God, I'm on Mars. You know what I mean? That sounds fucking terrible. Um, no, so I just took one piece because I was like, uh, I don't want to like overdo it. I'm just going to take a little bit and then see how I feel. Because that's the worst is when you're just like on Mars and you're just like, oh my God, I took too much. Like this is not good. I've never done that with mushrooms, but I've seen people that have do it, that have done it, wink, wink. And they look like they were having a good time. But in my mind, I'm like, that looks really intense. And I don't know if I want to experience that. So I took one and it was the perfect amount. I wasn't like tripping hard. I was just like on a level where I was like, okay, it was no, I've taken mushrooms before where there's like a lot of visuals where you just see like things like are moving and swaying and stuff. There was no visuals with this. It was all like introspective, which is really funny because here's how it felt. Here's how exactly how it felt. And, uh, it was like crazy how much I was able to vocalize this right now and also to my girlfriend. So it felt like I was like, one, it felt like I was like glued to the ground. Like it felt like I was like, first of all, I just wanted to lay down. I wanted to like lay down and just like put my arms out and just like melt into the ground. Cause I was just like really, my body just felt really heavy and I just wanted to like lay down. Um, but we're at a music festival, so not going to do that. So I just fought that feeling and I was just like swaying basically like with the music. And we're listening to this girl who's like, up-tempo EDM music and I'm just like sitting there like swaying and then I just was like holding my girlfriend's arm like her sweater because it was really soft and I just was like it just felt really good and I just like had my eyes closed and I was just like vibing it was really fun but the part of like how it felt it felt like I turned around at one point and I grabbed my girlfriend by like the arms and I was just staying there like looking at her 
And I was like, you know what this feels like right now? And she was like, what? And I was like, it feels like we're standing in the middle of traffic and cars are flying by at every direction. Because you have at a festival, you have people walking like back in different directions. You know what I mean? You have people like f- like flying by you and whizzing by you. It felt like I was like, dude, this is such a high thought. It felt like I was like standing, like holding her in the middle of traffic and cars were just whizzing by us. And me and her were just moving in slow motion. And then I was just staying next to her and I was like feeling her ja- or her sweater. And I was like, we were swaying back and forth. And I was like, you know what this feels like? And she was like, what, dude? And at this point, she's like so annoyed with me because I'm just like holding on her ja- like arm and just rubbing it. And like, I'm coherent. It's not like I'm just like on planet 10. Um, I was just having a great time. I was like, this feels amazing. I feel just like calm and relaxed. Which side note, no, it's crazy. The brand of, of like mushroom chocolates that we took this weekend I saw this DJ that I follow on Instagram. He posted it on his story, the same brand. And uh, he was like, he was like, this, these mushrooms like cured my anxiety and depression. Like this isn't an ad, this isn't a sponsored post. And he like posted these like multiple things. He's like, I started taking like one piece, like maybe a couple times a month, just like one on a day, maybe a couple times I've done that. And he's like, I've never felt better. Like my anxiety and depression is completely gone. Like I feel amazing. I don't feel like I'm tripping. It's just like enough to like make me like almost like a mood stabilizer. And dude, I could see why people would do that. Like I only took one and like towards the end of the day, I was like, I feel like so calm and at ease right now. Like I don't feel stressed. Like usually I'm like Saturday nights. I'm like, fuck, like tomorrow's Sunday. I have shit to do on next week. I have so much stuff to do at work. Like I just start freaking out. And like, for some reason I was just like, like I was just so calm. Like we took the trolley back and it felt like I was on a spaceship. I was just like, but the crazy thing is like, I was like in my, like it was, it didn't feel like I was high. It didn't feel like anything. It was just like, it was like the things that I was thinking and everything that I, like the emotions that I was feeling. I didn't, I didn't see anything crazy. It was just like everything I was feeling in the way that like I was. And I just felt calm, man. I felt at peace. Like I felt at ease. I was like, this is a nice feeling. I don't really feel this. And then dude, get this. I slept for 10 hours that night. Dude, I've been getting like such shitty sleep recently that I was just like, my body was like, you know what, dude, we're going to shut down for 10 hours. My girlfriend woke me up at 10. I was like, dude, we need to get up. Like it's, it's 10 o'clock. And I was like, are you serious? Um, so yeah, I'm not saying I'm going to start microdosing, but I'm not ruling it out completely. I mean, you know what's crazy too? Not to just dive in, not to just turn to like the Lex Friedman podcast, but it's kind of crazy that like people are starting to do research that shows that like they have benefits for like people, um, like veterans with PTSD. Like people are using mushrooms, like microdosing, obviously. They're not just feeding, like imagine, dude, <laughs> imagine feeding a veteran like an eighth of shrooms and them just being like, just having flashbacks of them in Nam. That's fucking terrifying. They're just like, okay, sir. Um, so we're going to up the dosage a little bit today. We're going to put uh, an eighth in your box instead of, um, you know, the, the the half a gram that we've been doing. And they're like, okay, how much is that? And you're like, well, it's a lot, just to be honest. And they fucking do it. And you're just like, oh, my God. They're just like fucking tripping balls. Um, that would be not funny, but it would be kind of wild to just – that's just a funny concept is giving giving the veterans – an eighth of shrooms and seeing what happens. Um, no, but there's been like research that's been done that like people are having health benefits and like, it's curing like depression, anxiety of like people that have that and they're just microdosing. Um, not saying I'm going to do it because that's kind of, um, taboo and a little bit, uh, extreme. Um, but like if there's ever a day, I don't know, maybe if like I have like anxiety is kind of kicking my ass, dude, 
maybe I'll just do like a little half piece. See if that calms it down. Dude, it's 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 such a weird feeling to describe because like like I've been saying, you feel like normal. You feel like I'm just standing here minding my own business at this festival. It's just the emotions and the way that your body feels and like everything else, that's what makes you feel like like for the first time in a long time, I was like my my brain was just like I don't want to say shutting down, but my brain was just like, it like silenced all the other like things that I think about throughout the day where I'm like, oh my God, what are we going to do this? What about this? What about this? Like all the anxiety and stuff and stress in my life that I have, it just like silenced that. And I just like was standing there and I was just like, oh, this is just like how normal people are supposed to feel. It's just like chilling, you know, not thinking about like, oh, where am I going to park in five days when I'm going to that thing next weekend? Like no one needs to think about that this far in advance dude you're you're at a music festival where lights and like lasers and like these cool these cool soundboards are like playing in front of you everyone around you is dancing and you're thinking about like doing laundry tomorrow like no one's thinking about that so like it just helped me just to be like dude relax for five seconds and look at where you are it's okay life's gonna be all right so yeah that was a cool experience um another thing that it made me feel it made me feel like <laughs> it made me feel i was explaining this to my girlfriend and she was just was like dude you're insane um it made me feel like me and her were these like little people in this like big like mattress. We were like these small little people and there was like comforters all around us. Like we were just like kind of like staying there hugging. Like she was standing in front of me and I was just like hugging her and I was like, it feels like we're these tiny little people and there's like comforters all around us. It was just like such a calming feeling. And then yeah, we just like walked back here and we just were like calmly. I mean, we always, <laughs> it's like <laughs> the only time that we can communicate with each other is on mushrooms. Um, no, I was I was the only one that took him. She she did not take him. Um I I was just walking back and we were just like having like a good conversation. It was just like, wow, this is this is nice. Um I was explaining to her like what it felt like and stuff and um yeah. So that was fun. Um that was day one. Um but Okay, what else do I have? Oh, okay. So that was day one. Um day two was this this group called Odessa you don't know um look them up they're a pretty popular band amongst trendy white women um in my opinion they're kind of whatever it's like a little bit too like i don't even know it's just like a little bit too much for me and like they'll do like these crazy like they brought out a drum line for their performance and they're just like playing these drums and they have their stupid fucking hexagon and shit um and you know the thing that i don't the thing that i dislike most about odessa is like the community around them like everyone that i saw that day that was like dude are you gonna go see odessa i was like i don't know man maybe they're like dude it's an experience man just be ready every person that wanted to say that to me or that said that to me i wanted to punch them in the face i was like fuck you i will say <laughs> it was kind of experience i will say we stayed for like 20 minutes and i was like okay i see why people are saying it's an experience but like to, to be like dude it's a fucking experience, man. It's just like, I was like, hey, man, I'm not even on mushrooms anymore. And like, you sound like you're you're on all of the mushrooms. You know what I mean? Um, but Sunday, I took it easy. I just drank a little bit and then smoked a little bit. And I, I was having a good time as uh, for then as well. But dude, another, not to go back to mushrooms, dude. I'm just get, just sponsored. Sponsored by mushrooms. Like, just the veggie. I'm just sponsored by mushrooms now. Uh, no, not to go back to that, but like there's no hangover. Like with weed, I felt like kind of groggy this morning and like cloudy. 
um, and my head hurt last night from smoking. But, um, dude, I just woke up. I just bodied 10 hours of sleep and I was like, all right, let's start the day, dude. Um, feels great. Um, uh, the only thing I can think about this episode is that my parents are hearing this. So that's awesome. Yes, dude. I'm fine. Mom and dad. I'm all right. Don't worry about it. I'm good. I'm doing them responsibly. It's okay. I'm not abusing them. I never will. I'm okay. Don't worry. Um, you should try some, I'll, I'll bring some home and we can, we can, we can do it as a family. That'd be a great bonding moment. If we all did it as a family, um, just work out our trauma on camera on mushrooms. Hell yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> My dad right now is probably like, absolutely not. We're not doing that. Um, yeah. People that say, Oh, that's an experience. Fuck you. It was cool. But like, I was just like, guys, this is like, it's a concert. Like they brought out a drum line and it was cool, but like they just like they're standing up there with their drumsticks like this. We're Odessa. And all these girls around me are like, Yes, Odessa. I have your album tattooed on me. Yeah, dude. That's another thing. Some some someone at the pregame I was at was like, dude, I have their album tattooed on me. And I wanted so badly to be like, why, man? You know what I mean? Like, why do you have their album? I mean, dude, you know what I mean? tattoos, do whatever tattoo whatever on yourself you know what i mean who am i to judge but at one point i was like hey man why'd you do that why'd you get that tattooed on yourself dude um and i'm just trying to like not judge this guy because he was a nice guy he was a nice guy but i just like he was a nice guy he was a nice guy for sure nice kid uh but i just felt bad because he was like i didn't feel bad i guess it was more just like um hell yeah dude the yankees just beat the, the pirates in spring training let's go um, no, it's not that I felt bad. I just was like, what you're saying right now is just so like San Diego bro, dude. Like everyone at this festival is just like everyone at crossed is just like, just the, the epitome of like a San Diego bro. They're just like, dude, Odessa is just like such an experience. And then we're just going to be like, uh, and then we're just going to go to the afters after, and we're just going to like go party all night. It's just such a like San Diego bro vibe. And when I'm there, I kind of just like chill in the back and like vibe. I'm not moving my Helena was like getting mad. She was like, dude, move your hips. And she was like pushing them. And I was like, hey, Shakira, calm down. I got this. I can dance however I want to. Dude got so pissed. I was filming the set. I was like having such a good time. And I was filming this because I was like, I like seeing the I film a lot during concerts because I like seeing it afterwards. I like watching them a lot because um, one, I'm bad at living in the moment. And two, I just like rewatching it because I'm like, wow, that was such a cool moment. Um, like I'll put in a clip right here of when Purple Disco Machine mixed uh, the original song by like Stevie John or something. It's called like Trying to Put a Spell on You. They mix it into One More Time. I'll put it in right here. Um, that was sick. And I'm so glad that I got that on film, dude. The, uh, 
like a couple minutes later, I recorded this other thing. Helena grabbed my phone out of my hand and was like moving it around and stuff. And I was like, you're so, f- I, you can hear it in the background. I go, stop, dude. You're so fucking annoying. And she was like, I know. She immediately goes, I know. I'm sorry. You can hear her say in the video. <laughs> she goes, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> she really immediately realized like, oh, that was actually really annoying. Sorry. I was like, it's okay. I just kept filming. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, there was like, I don't even know where I was going with that, but, um, Oh yeah, I was during that. I was like, like moving my hips a lot. Um, but dude, it was so funny because we were with this, we were we were with like Helena's friends, and it was this couple, and like we're out of Deza, and I just kept being like, dude, I want to go to Purple Disco Machine, and Helena was like having a great time at Deza, and it was cool. Don't get me wrong, but I was just like, it like their music speeds up and then slows down, and you're like, you you can't get into a rhythm to dance to, and I was just like, this is kind of whack in my opinion. And the guy behind us, I was like, dude, do you want to go to Purple Disco Machine? He's like, yes. Also, the names of these festivals, dude. Like, Purple Disco Machine. There was this this one dude called, like, Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs. Something in that order. I probably got that wrong. But it's something with those four words. Like, Extinct Enormous Totally Dinosaurs. Um, and I just, called, I just kept calling him Dinosaur Man. I was like, I'm over these names, dude. These names suck. So I just kept being like, yo, Dinosaur Man. And he was really good. Don't get me wrong. Like, it was like exactly what i wanted in that moment um but i was just like this name man just call yourself dinosaur man that's way better um so that was cool but yeah and then we went to purple disco machine and i did not stop dancing for like an hour and 20 minutes it was just all like he mixed in um ring my bell he mixed in uh that oh, I for- let me pull up the song actually real quick of just the name of it so you can look it up it's such a good song um it's called let's see it's called I tried to put a spell on you. Dude, I just hit that. More spell on you by Eddie Johns. It's like the Daft Punk song. He's like, I tried to put a spell on you, but nothing when you're trying to do. Mix that song in. And then he did uh Ring My Bell. I said that. He did um uh what's it called? I don't know what I've been told. Music makes you lose control. He did that song too. That's a great song. One, two, one, two, one, two. I'm so off key on that. Whatever. Um, he just like all 80s like disco music. He just like mixed it in. It was just such a party, man. I just kept saying that. I just kept like, like we just would be like, I just like looked over at Helena at one point. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like this just feels like, like it's just a great time. I like wasn't even drunk anymore. I was a little bit high. But I was like, relatively sober and i was just like this is amazing like, i'm here with my girlfriend her two friends we just met and we're just all like dancing with random people just like swaying back and forth and like he was burning the place to the ground it was insane and everyone was out of desus there was no one at the stage and it was just like it was such a good time man um it was honestly a really fun weekend so i'm glad that i had one of those weekends i've been like non-stop the last like two weekends and it was fun dude it was a lot of fun um but this one story i want to talk about which hilarious. Um, so one of the guys that we were with, Helena's friend, um, first of all, he was wearing so funny, dude. He had a little baby bandana on and he was wearing slides at this festival. It's house music. Like one, it's house music. Little baby's not performing. You know what I mean? Uh, and two, he's wearing slides. And I was like, dude, I got to ask, man, like, why are you wearing slides? And he was like, dude, I'm, I go barefoot at Coachella, which is so funny to like, to like justify your answer by just saying something more extreme it's kind of like what i was talking about like a couple weeks ago when i was like mac argues that way where he's like well it's not like when i was like oh five hours is a long time to be driving he's like well it's not 13 hours and i was like 
Okay. Doesn't make any sense, but sure, man. Um, but I was like, why are you, I got to ask, man, like, why are you wearing slides? And the guy was like, well, I go barefoot at Coachella. And I was like, okay, so why do you do that as well? Because that sounds awful because you know what I did last year? I stepped in throw up at Coachella last year. Imagine if I was barefoot and I stepped in throw up, my, my foot just like started like, like all these warts just started like polyping all around it. I probably use that word wrong, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I was like, Hey man, what's going on? Very nice guy though. Went to his apartment after dude, insane record collection. Insane. He had so many cool records. Um, but yeah, I was just he, very nice guy, but I was just like, dude, what's going on with the slides? Um, and so we're standing is it was me, Helena, this guy and his girlfriend and this guy, this other guy comes over. We'll call him. We'll call him John. No, we'll call him Bartholomew. So Bartholomew comes over. <laughs> Bartholomew did. And he's this gay dude. Um, and he's wearing a shirt that says. It says Whitney and it's a picture of Whitney Houston on it. Now, I'm assuming it's Whitney Houston because what other Whitney would it be? What other uh, black Whitney would it be, to be honest? Even white Whitney. I was like, I don't even, I don't know any other Whitney. I'm assuming it's Whitney Houston. I don't know what she looks like. Um, but he's wearing a shirt that says Whitney. And he's dancing with us, right? And he keeps like, he keeps like coming over and then kind of disappearing. But the guy in our group knows him or has seen him before. Like, it's not like he's just a complete stranger, but he's relatively a stranger. You know what I mean? So he comes, he keeps like dancing with us and we introduce ourselves. We're talking to them for a little bit. And we just like keep dancing and like we're having a great time. And then at one point he goes, she knows he's pointing at Whitney Houston. I'm sure he goes, she knows. And he's point, he starts pointing a purple disco machine. And we're like, I was like, I just played into it. I was like, why not us, dude? She knows too. Just like saying random phrases back to this guy. I was like, sure, dude, if we're just going to say random stuff, then I'll join in. I love doing that. Like I, dude, I've said this, I say this every episode. I love weird people. So I was like, you know what? Sure, why not us, dude? She knows. Um, and the other guy in our group goes, yeah, dude, she does know. And then Helena goes, wait, 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 How do you know that she likes this? Which is so funny that she like tried to keep this guy real. She was like, wait a minute. How do you know that she actually likes Purple Disco Machine? Like she's not alive. She can't make those decisions for herself. And he goes, I know. And she knows. So, and that's when it hit me. The two people that know what his, what Whitney Houston is feeling are Whitney Houston and the gays. I was like, they know exactly what she's feeling. And I was like, you know what, dude? He does know. Like, she's a great singer. She had a lot of great songs. And, like, gay people love her. And I was just like, dude, you know what? This guy does know. And you know what? Whitney Houston does know, too. So, Helena, why don't you stay out of this, stay out of this conversation? Because you don't understand. You don't know what Whitney Houston knows. So, how about that? Um... Yeah, and this is what this is where it gets a little weird. Um, so the guy goes, "Look, before I say any of this, not saying I made the best decisions this weekend. All right, I made some fine decisions. I'm alive. My brain is fine. I'm coherent. I made it to work this morning. Fucking thank God. Um, I got like so little sleep last night. It was awful. Um, but let's just say, like, I'm not perfect. I'm human. But just remember, God puts his toughest battles." He gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Let's just remember that, okay? That's the title of this episode. God gives his strongest, which is so funny to describe, like, uh, like doing drugs and partying and uh, fucking staying up all night and being tired as, like, a tough battle and referring to yourself as a strong soldier in God's eyes. So sacrilegious. My bad. Um, 
anyways uh so the guy he like looks at helena and me so bartholomew <laughs> bartholomew he looks at helena and he goes oh my god i have a surprise for you now keep in mind we've known this guy for about five minutes he knows the other guy in our group we'll call him jimmy no we'll call him steve he knows steve in our group i think they met that day but still relatively a stranger he goes oh my god i have a surprise for you and he pulls out this bag of sour patch kids out of his out of his pocket and it's not like it's in it didn't scream like drugs you know what i mean it just was like a little bit weird because he reached deep into his pocket and was like i have a surprise for you and pulled out sour patch kids and they were in the packaging like it wasn't like it was just in like a ziploc bag like because that would be sketchy you'd be like okay those have drugs in them for sure but he just like was like here have some and so helena puts out her hand and takes some and then me and the other guy in the group what did i just say his name is steve steven me and steve in the group immediately are like oh i want some too just like such a bonehead mood be like oh i want I want to talk about kids. Can I have some? So we just like stick our hands out. I was like, just like a f- kid. I'm just like, yes, please. So we put some in our hand. I just eat one. Because part of me was like, like sirens were going off in my head. Like probably don't eat this. Um, but I was like, dude, but like it's in the original packaging. Who would just like randomly drug someone at a festival? Like they know each other, whatever. I was justifying in my head. So I took it. Um, I just realized the story is going to have like such a letdown of an ending. Um, and... The other guy, Steve, he takes four. Helena takes one. And about 10 minutes later, I was like, kind of dancing. And then I like looked at Helena and I was like, do you think that those had drugs in them? I was feeling fine, but I was like, do you think those had drugs in them? And she's like, I was just thinking that. And then like, I looked at Steve and I was like, hey, how many did you take? And he was like, I took four. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, do you think those had drugs in them? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, uh, should we like ask this guy? And we like look and he's like gone. And then he came back five minutes later. We asked him and he was like, no, they're fine. But that's exactly what they want you to think. But he was with this guy who was wearing like, this story just keeps going. He was with this guy who was wearing like a, a yellow Supreme box logo team or hoodie. And he's like nudging me and we're just like talking and we're like just vibing. And he's asking me where I'm from, like blah, blah, blah. He's from Ireland. I could tell by his accent. Um, at one point we're talking and then he goes, yo, man, you want some of my drink? And the way he did it, I wasn't too comfortable with it. If it was any, if he would have done it like more casually, he's like, yo, you want some of my drink? I might've said yes. Probably not. Cause like I wasn't drinking and I was like, just having a good time. But he did this. He goes, you, like if, if the camera is you or if the camera is me, he was like, yo man, you want some of my drink? And shoved his drink. I'm not kidding. Like half an inch away from my mouth and started tipping it. And I was like, no, I'm good. And kind of like leaned away. I was like, I'm good, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. He spilled his drink on my hoodie. I was like, I'm good, man. Thanks. Um, and then they kind of like disappeared after that. And I started laughing with Helena. It like ended up being fine. They were just sour patch kids. There weren't drugs in them, but it ended up being funny. Cause I was telling Helena and I was like, you know how, like when people are, I mean, I've never done this before, but when people are like on the, on the lookout for like people that are, uh, like easy targets, you know what I mean? Like people that are easy targets, they're like on the lookout for, um, we were those people, which felt so shitty. Like if, if they were like, let's hypothetically say they were trying to drug us. We were those fucking people that they were like, oh, dude, th- that couple. Oh, dude, we got them. Like, that's so easy. Um, and I started laughing with Helen. I was like, wow, dude, like, what is it about us that we just start analyzing everything about yourself? You're like, dude, what is it about us? That's just like fucking makes us an easy target. Like that's kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, dude, made it out alive, made it to work this morning. It was a great day. Today was a great day. Um, that's kind of it about the weekend. 
Um, it was a great weekend. House music is always so much fun to watch live because it's just like makes you makes you want to groove. Um, all right, I got some random thoughts before I end this. Um, I'm at 30 minutes, so that's good. Um, I did want to bring up this story. Um, <laughs> this is like this story is solely for the people I went to elementary school with, um, and that's it. If you didn't go to elementary school with this with me, you're not gonna find the story that funny. But um, dude, one time, okay. First of all, let me just honestly, fuck it. I'm just gonna say his name, Grant Smith. <laughs> Dude, this story is so stupid. Okay, so uh, one time we were in a... So, okay, to paint the picture of who this kid is, he was this pale ginger Mormon kid, which is like the fucking holy trio of just like negative shit as a kid. Like those are the three things that you don't want to be as a kid. You don't want to be pale. You don't want to be ginger. You don't want to be a Mormon. Like as a kid, those are the worst things to be. Uh, He was all three of them. As a result, naturally, he was a fucking asshole as a kid and one time we had an assembly in middle school i don't know why i thought of this this weekend um i almost texted someone this weekend i was like dude do you remember like when grant did this um so we had like some sort of assembly in middle school that was like it was some like like campaign or whatever to like it was like retire the r word or something along those lines like this woman this woman's son was mentally challenged and she was trying to get rid of the r word and a middle school is the perfect spot to go target because those kids are dropping the R word so much, like in Call of Duty lobbies, in class, to be honest, just to their homies. Like they're saying it so much. So this is like the source of the problem is middle school. So it's this packed auditorium. And she starts it off by like, dude, kind of a hot start on her end. It was something along the lines of like, uh, what words do you think are offensive? It was something along those lines. Like thinking these middle schoolers wouldn't have the balls to say something offensive. Well, guess what? Grant Smith did. He was staying, he was sitting like maybe a couple people away from me. I remember this so vividly. Dude. I remember a lot about middle school. I remember this so vividly. Um, he, the woman goes, okay, so what are like some offensive words? No one has said anything yet. He raises his hand. He goes, retarded, dude. All over the screen, it says retire the R word. All of us are just like, Grant, dude, you are an asshole. Because this girl was like, you could just tell that it just took all the wind out of this girl's sail. She was just like, okay, yep, that's exactly the word I came here to try and talk about. So today we're going to talk about the R word, as this kid just pointed out. And she like goes into how her son is mentally challenged. like, And the whole time it was just like, dude, Grant, know what's funny about it, though? So... Grant's Mormon, right? So they have to go to like fucking, uh, they have to go to the Mormon version of getting stationed. <laughs> like they're in the military. <laughs> it's the Mormon version of getting stationed. Like they're going to Iraq. Um, so you know what's funny about getting like stationed as a Mormon is like, you could just go to like San Diego. Like as a Mormon, they could just like put you in like Denver or something. Like it's not, it's not all the time. Is it like, like, uh, like, uganda or like somewhere crazy like sometimes it's just literally like oh no you're going to tallahassee florida <laughs> like imagine that imagine if all your friends were like dude i just got my assignment where are you going they're like dude i'm going to buenos aires argentina and you're like no way where are you going to like your other buddy he's like dude i'm going to uh lisbon portugal and you're like oh my god that's awesome you're like thinking about your you're like dude i'm gonna go to eastern europe or like i'm gonna go to like um 
I'm, yeah, I'm going to go to Eastern Europe. Like I'm going to go to like Poland, somewhere crazy. Like this is going to be awesome. You open your thing and it's like, you're going to Kenya. <laughs> no, I fucked that up. They, oh, you open your thing and it's like, <laughs> you're going to Reno, Nevada. <laughs> oh, I fucked that up. Whatever. You get me. That'd be so wild. Wow. Just open your thing and you're like, oh, dude, I'm going to Reno. How long do you stay there also? How long are you in these places when you're like, when you're on, when you're stationed? <laughs> I'm just going to refer to it as the military. You know, two things that are services of God, um, the military and being Mormon. Um, no, but so Grant gets stationed in fucking Kenya, right? I heard all this through the grapevine also, but he gets stationed in Kenya, right? And he fucking, he has to get helivacked out of Kenya because he got bit by a viper or some shit. And my favorite part about this story is that one of my, our friends told us about this. And our other friend, his response was, good. He was a dick to me in elementary school. <laughs> Which is so funny to hold a grudge, dude, for like <laughs> fucking 15 years. And someone gets bit by a viper in like rural Kenya and has to get hellevacked out of the country. And your first response is to be like, good. That guy was a dick to me. <laughs> so fucked up. So fucked up. Um, okay. Let's, a couple other things before we wrap up. Um, got a philosophical question for you guys. Um, what number of seagulls could show up at your house before you think someone is placing them there? I said like, like, first of all, the number changes if the question is like, you think something's up rather than like, you think someone's placing them there. Because, like, first of all, I'm terrible with, like, there's a comic that has this joke, so I'm not, I'm plagiarizing right now. But, like, it's so accurate. Like, I'm terrible with numbers. Like, if there was, like, five seagulls in my apartment, I would be, like, there's a hundred seagulls in my apartment right now. Like, a better example of this is, like, a really practical example. Practical is if this I come in contact with this every day. Like, you see a jar of jelly beans. And it's, like, always, like, not always, but it's, like, how how many jelly beans are in this jar? I'm terrible at that. I have no idea how many, like I usually guess like 2.5 million <laughs> and it's a jar like the size of this. I'm like 2.5 million. I don't know. Or there's probably like a hundred. I have no idea. It's either or it's not in between. Um, so that's how it would be for seagulls for me. It'd be like, uh, there'd be like five seagulls in my apartment. I'd, I'd text someone and be like, dude, there's 12 seagulls in my apartment. Um, my number though, like if, like what number of seagulls would show up at my house before I think something's someone's placing them there? I'd say probably like, probably like before I thought someone was placing there, that number is kind of high to be honest, like nine or 10. Like if there was just like a seagull in my apartment, I'd be like, Oh, that's really weird. I must've left something open. And then they just like kept appearing every time I turned my back. It'd probably take me into like 10. I'd be like, dude, someone's in here right now. Just releasing seagulls in my apartment. I'd be so mad. But imagine that. Imagine you're just like cooking and then you turn around. There's like a seagull and you're like, oh, that's weird. You like get rid of it. You go back inside. There's like another one standing in its place. You're like, what the fuck, dude? And like as you pick it up and turn around to like go back outside, there's another one standing at the door. And you're just like, what the hell? You like shoo two of them away and you turn around. There's like three behind you and you're just like, what? What is happening? Okay. Now that I'm explaining it like that, my number's way lower. I think it's probably like five. Like if that happens, well, I guess in total it adds up. But at once, probably like five. Like there'd probably be like five seagulls in my apartment before i'm like okay someone is in my apartment right now releasing hordes flocks of seagulls what are what are what are a group of seagulls called 
see guy <laughs> so dumb um okay well that's my answer um got a couple intrusive thoughts and then we're gonna head out of here um i just thought of these stupid intrusive thoughts this weekend i wanted to share them because it's kind of a recurring thing kind of except i forget all the time um whenever i'm in a store and i want to say like whenever i'm in a store and i'm like alone like i'm walking by like a group of people and they're in the way i so badly want to be like excuse me and just say it really loud just to fuck with them because like first of all some people need to know that and need to get their their so their spatial awareness in check and two i think it would just be hilarious to say that to someone also i've been watching this guy on tiktok he'll walk up to people and be like hey man it's best if you keep it moving <laughs> the guy's like i didn't say anything and he's like good keep it pushing like just challenges people in public or he, he walked into this car <laughs> he walked into this car <laughs> he knocked on their windshield and the guy like super aggressive was like this walks up to the car window does that the when the guy in the window like rolls it down and he's like hey how's it going and the guy's like yeah do you know where uh like daytona beach is and the guy's like oh yeah it's um and the guy cuts him off and goes all right all right all right and like walks away <laughs> and all the comments are like dude some people just don't know how to shut their mouth <laughs> just roasting the guy for about to help him <laughs> He does that all the time. Or he has another one where he's like, he's at this like resort and there's like a bridge like that goes over the pool and he walks up to this guy and he's like, yo, meet me under the bridge in five minutes. And the guy's like, why? And he's like, meet me there. And the guy's like, no, it has like 2 million likes on TikTok. So stupid. Um, another interesting thought I have is at work. Uh, like what would happen if I just like, like there are people that get like Bud Lights at work and they're like at the comedy club, <laughs> just at my day job. There are people that order Bud Lights. Um, no there's people that get bud lights but and they're only sitting like a couple tables away from like where the bar is and every time that that happens i want to just like toss them a drink which i'm not going to because one it's open and two that's super unprofessional I'd be like yo catch um but i want to know like what would happen like i want to play that scenario out in my head and see like what would happen if like i just hucked a bud light at someone from across the room like in a crowded room, if I just like lasered a Bud Light at someone, as soon as it left my fingers, I wonder if like, I wonder what that thought would be of just like it leaving your fingers. It's almost like you say something and as soon as it leaves your mouth, it's like no taking it back. You're just waiting for the person's reaction. As soon as it left your fingers, you're just like, oh, I'm so fucked. I'm about to get fired. But let's see how this plays out. And it just fucking pelts someone in the back. I wonder like what they would sound like too. Like, okay, let's go through a scenario where like it's a different name. Like I bet if this guy's name was like, like, I bet if this guy's name was, like, Gerald, like, it, if you hit someone with a Bud Light and his name was Gerald, he definitely would he definitely would make this noise. Ah! Uh! <laughs> like an old man noise. He'd be like, ah! Uh! <laughs> Just something so dumb. Or, like, if it was, like, a, let's think of, like, a bro name. I don't want to do Chad because that's overplayed. Like, if his name was, like, um, like, Zade. If his name was like Zade or something with a Z, you know what I mean? If his name was like Zade and you hit him with a Bud Light, he'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? That that would immediately be the reaction of his mouth. He'd be like, oh, what, dude? I mean, that's like actually how I talk. So, um, yeah, dude, if you hit, uh, if you hit someone named Zade, he'd probably be like, oh, what? Just such a bro. What about a guy named, what about a chick? What about a girl named like um, Rebecca? 
Or like, no, what about a girl named, um, I'm trying to think of a name. Um, like her, her name's like, um, uh, like Kendra, not Kendra, like Kendra with like a Y or something. You know what I mean? Like some white trash name. She definitely would get hit and be like, um, (laughs) what is happening? Uh, oh no, you didn't like just get super ratchet. Okay. This segment sucks, but whatever. Um, it's just funny imagining different scenarios for people. It, it, I would, what name would someone say if, if they got hit and like, what would the name of the person be if they got hit and their reaction was to be like, Oh, (laughs) they made like a grunt sound like that. It'd probably be like Jeremy (laughs) or like Richard. They got hit and they'd be like, Oh, (laughs) so dumb. All right. Well, my triathlon training starts tomorrow. So that's something. We'll see how that goes. I'll give you an update on next week, how that goes. Day one is tomorrow and I'm fucking nervous. So just keep, keep you guys posted on that um but yeah thanks for joining me and again subscribe to the youtube it means a lot um if you're here because of the podcast from al thanks for listening to the end i appreciate it and if not just um come back next week because we'll run it back and i enjoy talking to you guys so thanks um all right that's it okay love you guys bye